0: You're listening to Hutton Orbital Radio News Digest. As the clock ticks down to Hutton time, the radio team are running late, and running they are. From the station security, who are upset by a missing consignment of gin and a number of unexplained explosions last weekend. We enter the scene as laser blasts come flying down the hall.
1: Uh oh! More it. Let's go.
0: Norma, Rudolph, Deadmeat, Harry and Amelia start running down the hall towards the studio entrance.
2: It's closing.
0: A door in front of them starts closing vertically.
2: (laughs) The door is closing. Go for the door.
0: Norma, Rudolph, Deadmeat, Harry and Amelia jump through the door just before it closes. The security camera switches to another view just inside the studio door as the head of station security stands proudly in front of the prone forms of the presenters.
3: Don't move or you're dead. Stand up. Captain,
4: we've got them. The captain walks in behind them. Spectacular stunt, my friends, but all for naught. Turn around, please. The figures, looking suspiciously similar to the presenters but with a few differences, turn around. Ha! What a pity! What a pity! So truckers, you thought you could outwit the imperious forces of... The security captain looks at Buck with his mouth open.
0: Buck appears to have been replaced by a grey-haired old git with a cigar in his mouth.
4: You idiots! These are not them. You've captured their stunt doubles. Search the area. Find them! Find them!
0: As the security team scatter to find the real radio presenters, a look of panic crosses the faces of the stunt doubles when a voice says...
5: Our mics are live.
4: Good evening, good evening, good evening. I'm Psycho Cow... And this is Hapnor
1: Live. Harry there, boss, I'm Buck. I'm very, very
2: sorry, but I'm the Apology Officer. I'm Loose Knockers and I'm hiding from the pan.
3: Annoying this week's special guest, Don Antonacci.
2: And I appear to actually be me.
5: Don't tell them. I don't want to trip to LHS 340.
4: It's okay guys. I don't think the listeners noticed. Let's just do the headlines. Gin
0: spill thrill as Cooper Scooper commits blooper.
4: Leadership election starts with hot box, hot boss,
2: ballot box, coin toss. Hutton loads the mother load again.
1: Colonia Wait, pays it's the you. price. Colonia pays the price. Don't, don't go rushing at once. Patriots <laughs> 5060
3: back in action this week.
5: We find out what State Hutton's in.
0: And Norma Stackers only got a little one this week.
4: First this evening, mates, reports have come in of a major cloud of frozen chunks of gin, creating a shipping hazard around Alvin Prospect in the Alpha Centauri system. An incoming shipment of Centauri Magagin was intercepted by dastardly pirates just short of the orbital itself and cracked open rather ahead of time, spilling the contents into the vastness of space. Originally intended for both the celebrations of Commander Snozzy's 200th birthday, We know he doesn't look a day over 50, well, maybe a week or two, and the leaving party for Brett Cooper, known to many as Forum Mopping Guy, cousin to our very own Floor Mopping Guy, but with far more dangerous job, the gin cloud is drifting ever closer to its destination and is expected, barring a visit from Commander Draxor, with a very long straw, to make station full sometime later in the year. It has been marked as a hazard to shipping, not least of which as it's probably flammable, corrosive to your hull and most definitely now unsafe for human consumption, though as it's Centauri Megagen prized by pirates throughout the galaxy for their hand sanitizers and antibacterial surface wipes. The party went off with quite a bang, most literally in this case after Commander Snuffler, he of Alpha fame and immortalized in the song Don't Kill Me Snuffler, brought some imperial industrial-grade pyrotechnics to the party and proceeded to blow the social unit into the middle of next week. Farmers over in Doriso, that's in Colonia, are said to have seen a bright flash of light at around 10pm galactic time on Saturday evening and are sharpening their pitchforks and lighting their torches in preparation for their annual snuffler hunt. A wicker man is said to have been constructed specially to house him. Here at Hutton, we'd like to wish Commander Snoz a happy start to his third century and Brett a joyful retirement. We understand that the old moderator's home over in Van Marnen has padded walls, soothing music and some exceedingly good onion head-on prescription.
0: Whilst Hutton is a cooperative in name and a benevolent dictatorship at heart, Alvin told us to say that, for the last few years the unruly heartbox team have required a firmer hand at the controls and Miss Lale delegated responsibility for box wrangling to a lower authority. Once a year from amongst their number, the heartbox team elect a heartbox heart boss to manage all the impotent paperwork and act as their voice when it comes to briefing the apology officer on this week's shenanigans. With Commander Rampage still recuperating from taking a ninge to the landing gear a few months ago, a number of commanders have thrown their hat into the ring. With the noisiest two being Saar Major Venezia, former Federal Military Specialist turned hunting trucker, and now in Civvy Street just known as Mr. Venezia, and the sure customs officer, T6 expert and amateur in Telestella photographer, We have a special insight later in the show from the outgoing Rampage who has taken his retirement to spend more time with his privates, unlike Mr. Venezia who just yells at his... a lot. This man knows which end of his rifle is the dangerous end, something that the delightful Mrs. Venezia has reassured us about. After all, there must be a reason she likes him. There has been confusion over the location of the Hartbox Constitution, which was last seen in the hands of Commander FTR. Murstang, who ran off giggling and claims to have hidden it on an obscure moon in the enormous expanse region of space. The candidates are undergoing extreme vetting, as Alvin does once a year and quizzing on important manifesto pledges and their position on appropriate snack treats for our fluffy leader. How many walkies are appropriate and which hotbox attire is the official costume for the next year. We will be bringing you the poll results as soon as someone finds the missing teller, the constitution and of course as soon as Mr Venezia stops shouting left, right, left, right, left, right and blasting things at the shooting range.
1: This week, the marbled halls of the Bank of Zeons echoed once more to the sound of the Bell of Acquisition, traditionally rung when large amounts of capital are being removed from the bank. The bell has tolled after many historic events, such as Fanta Black Monday afternoon, the bad days of Freddy Apple and Fanny Mite, Buck's alimony payments, and the Hutton truckers record the largest single transaction. Bankers concerned that the sounding of the bell might token that they could only afford four coats of unicorn bud varnish on their space yachts anxiously gathered round the view streams of the dealing floor. ears rang out as the headline appeared that was Truckers do it again, Commander's FTM Mustang, and asylum had taken advantage of the change to ships slot configuration and stuffed Commander Short engineer ship with 794 tons of void opals, which was sold for a record-breaking 1,370,943,926 credits. Congratulations, Commanders! Everyone applauds your efforts and wishes you well Everyone, that is, except the painter who had to replace the mural depicting the previous largest transaction as a series of intertwining cherubs that, upon closer examination, appeared to be miniature buck naked.
3: This is the dawn. I've been handed these words to read by a minion of Alvin's. It said, an ill wind that never blows anybody good. King Hankey found this out this week as ill Procol Centauri state continued to rise and Fort Mug came under pirate attack. Well, I had nothing to do with this happy happening. The lining, not silver but void opal covered, was that Fort Mug was buying Voiled Opals at just a smidgen less than the amount paid for the previously mentioned large single transaction in the bubble. A smidgen is officially defined as the space remaining between two belugas in the toast rack, if you breathe as you pass. If you were out in Colonia, and you found a huge void opal deposit, but decided it wasn't worth the slip back to the bubble, you've missed your chance to charge your coffers, stack your stock, recharge your reserves, and gain the record for the largest single transaction in Colonia because the pirates got bored and went away. I'm off to find Don Jethro and ask him whether I can have a ride in his combine harvester.
5: You know, you look awfully like that LCU fellow.
3: I have one of those faces.
5: In fact, just in case, here, this is for the other week. Ow, what were that for? Just in case you're him in disguise, That beard looks like it's stuck on, and I'm sure that's a false nose. Ow! If you're not him, just pass it along for me, would you? There's a good chap. Good evening, truckers! Atlas 5060 reporting in from Canon Research, the latest developments in the Thargoid War. But before I do that... Mrs. Atrus 5060 and I would like to thank every one of you for the lovely well-wishes you sent us on our wedding barge. It was quite the surprise to see the radio crew on board, especially after the broadcast, given that it took an age for them to be rescued. We had a lovely time touring the Pleiades, where I spent many a long hour listing off to her all the stations and systems that had been attacked in this region and which Operation Ida, or with that idea, had repaired. Humanity has had a rough year and we were grateful for that one day. We could forget the Thargoids and celebrate the occasion with our dear trucker friends. Now with all that sentimentality out of the way, Here's this week's developments on the Thargoid War. The bugs seem to have fallen back to their territory for the last few weeks, and Eagle Eye has been stuck on a loop since. Listing unpopulated unpopula- systems has been targeted by the Thargoids. Aegis are due to perform some sort of maintenance to recalibrate the network. However, the maintenance workers seem to have disappeared in Van Marth and Star. In addition to this, a new Thargoid variant was sighted not long ago above Professor Perlin's old base, which buffins are hypothesising may be a different group of the Thargoids than the ones we have been fighting so far. While we wait for more data and sightings of this new type of Thargoid, buffins at Canon have spent some time reviewing all signal data collected from systems near Sagittarius A and the Witch Head Nebula. The latter being the latest region to be disputed between humanity and the Thargoids. The Puffins are working out whether this signal relates to the Thargoids themselves or perhaps even a new alien species. The expedition, headed by Commander Cylon 3, is looking for recruits. Any truckers interested should get in touch with him on board the Gnosis. And with that truckers, there is not much else to report on now. Use this time to rest up, so when the Thargoids launch a new offensive, we'll be ready. For the mob!
6: Incoming message from Haxcom.
7: Okay, Haxwing, looks like Thark has extended his summer holiday for at least one more week. So keep mining those carrier credits hauling station repair supplies, exploring the black, patrolling hut and shipping lanes for the dastardly Dawn's pirate legions, or whatever else you are up to. But be ready to mobilize if THARD makes a new attack on humanity. Something in my gut says something is going to change in the next couple weeks. Sorry for the text-to-speech transmission, but I'm in the middle of a rocky ring mining that sweet, sweet pinet for the Haxcom carrier. The bandwidth out here is terrible, so I am dictating to the computer which is transmitting the text to Studio Five speech converter. So stay alert for the mobilization order and be ready to defend the mug. Okay, computer and dictation. Send so voice to Aaron and transmit. Voice set to Sharon. No, computer cancel transmission. Transmission approved and sent. disconnecting. End Axcom transmission.
3: Defend the mug.
2: This report. It makes about as much sense as trying to put fire out by pouring vodka on it. Waste of good vodka. In Russia, we wouldn't even use it for wiping the Nitska. Okay, okay, I read it. What glorious leader says we do. We do. Even if he says right angry bear whilst eating borscht. Everything is looking comfortable in hot space. We've certainly proved those that said the truckers didn't have staying power were wrong. There are no factions who can cause us issues, and most of our systems are stable. However, George's pants are getting way too big. We suspect that this may be due to his happiness factor, and we don't need any expansions like that. Thank you very much. While LP five two five 39 and trepin also related, Alvin is certainly not. You can tell from body language how he feels, but he has barked his orders anyway. Get those influence levels down. Protesters will be dealt with most harshly. Sent to Gulag in LHS three four zero. Even worse, why is critical. We need action this day. Don't wait until Zavtra to put out fire. We're almost into expansion, so Alvin wants me to put the truckers under... Mm, how we say... Pressure to get influence levels back to manageable levels. Over in Colonia, we are looking similarly stable. We have an outbreak in Deriso, where you can make a small fortune exploiting the need for meds. And there's pirate attack in Il Procul Centauri if you want to pew some pews. Other than that, business as usual over there. Work in Il Procul Centauri and Deriso but leave tier alone for a bit.
5: The Pirates Federation have announced a new initiative this week to bring absolutely nothing to nowhere. And that's all from this week's Initiative News.
0: Alvin says now the boots is set And he knows you'll all be racing for the best time Time has gone, we all must charge up our frameship drives.
8: Eighty days around the verse, we'll take a lot of jumps. The way scoops will drive you batty time. We'll get the fastest time and get back first to claim the final prize and glory. Gaze around the verse Don't think it could get worse Will anybody ship Make it back jump Scoop all around the verse Scoop, jump around the verse Waypoint, Scoop all around the verse
6: Managed to squeeze a Mr. Shouty into the studio as well. Good evening, Mr. Shouty.
9: Oh, I sure he's crumped in here. Hello. hello.
6: Right, that glorious piece of music there was was um, inspired by um, something you're up to at the moment. So we've dragged you up here to tell everybody about the next next Hutton event. And what can you tell us so far?
9: Well, right. First and foremost, I'll tell you what it isn't. It isn't a straight race around the galaxy, so people like Mr. Giller, going round in 48 hours, probably not going to win this. It is a more like a, a time trial. So, you do not have to take your 80 days. You can do it at your own leisure, and take in time you want to. If you want to do it in a week, a month, perfectly fine. Whatever suits you. So, what we're going to have is 80 waypoints in a nice circle around the galaxy. We're going to jump from... Point one to point two, and you'll be timed from point one to point two, point two to point three. So if you get to point two, decide you've had enough, turn off. You can log back in the next day, and that time will not be added to your time. It will only start counting the minute you jump out the system.
6: Right, and so I mean I've seen some some graphics you've been putting up here. There's been a lot of software development behind this on the on the tracking systems. This ties in with the the, the Hutton Helper.
9: Oh yeah, right. Uh, I've got to thank Taris and Simmons for the efforts for this because they have poured a huge amount of time into this. Um, so basically, when I posted it on a Facebook and Discord, I posted a map, and you saw some people might have seen a little circle around the stars of the galaxy with little green dots. And if you look very really carefully, you can see some a little blue dot, and that's because that wasn't just some random dots we painted on a galaxy map. No, that's a 3D interactive star map that's going to be part of the interactive uh, Hutton Helper so that when you all go down the galaxy, which I hope you all do, we will be able to see all those little bit of blue dots flying around that circle. So
6: you can actually see your fellow participants. So it's a race that isn't a race around the galaxy in 80 waypoints that you can do as fast or as slow as you want. Is there, do we have an idea about, obviously, it's the kind of thing Hutton Truckers like, is just completely pointless, let's all go around the galaxy. Um, so, you know, is there a launch date for this? Is it—is it planned?
9: Well, we we the reason I'm telling you all of this now is because of its launch date, it's going to be October the 3rd. We hope to, that means 80 days later, it will be December the 23rd, so just before Christmas is the last date.
6: Okay, uh, and obviously commanders who are in a real hurry to get back to have their Uber megaship well, you can do it a little quicker if they want to. You don't have to finish on the 23rd. You can you can race around it, get your times in the bag, and then um, come back and get your fleet carrier. Yes, it is December, I think, isn't it, that that's planned to come out?
9: Yes. The other thing I would like to say is, because it's a complete circle round the thing, and Mr. Simmons like say, a wonderful job of plotting this thing out, extrapolating all, all the data... You can start anywhere on the circle. So if you're out in Colonia, you don't have to come to the bubble to do it. You can just jump onto your nearest waypoint, go around the circle. As long as you finish back where you started, you'll have done exactly the same as anybody else. So if you do want to get back to the bubble at some point and go, oh, I want a megaship, and you're way out in the back, do a little bit of the route. Go and get your mega ship, and then jump back on and continue doing the rest.
6: OK, we've got a question from the floor coming in. Um, what if you have an accident? Can you do two waypoints again?
9: If you have an accident, we haven't actually decided the ruling on that yet. This is one thing we haven't really looked at: is what happens if you die again. Because if you're already, the way we're looking at it now, if you're already started to go from two to three, and you blow up, you might have to go all the way to three, and that'll be your time. That'll be the penalty. Ouch! So
6: it, it's a bit of an endurance race, a survival race. As Well, yeah. um, you can go the full bare grills. You know, you crash into a few neutron stars, blow up, fly back. Okay, so <laughs> there is a risk involved in this one that, you know, you, you might have a terrible accident en route.
9: Yes. Also, okay. you will be going over to Arms of the Galaxy, so I would suggest you want your biggest jumping ship for this. And like I say, it is a race, so jumponium, if you've got it, use it. You know, if you can find more of it, of course, it could work. But uh, it So it's a race
6: you can undertake in your own time at your own leisure just quickly? Yes, Excellent. Okay. And where can we find out? Or what, I mean, is there somewhere we're going to be able to find out details about this one? I mean, assuming using the, the Hutton Helper, the Hot Dot for the Mug website will contain some details?
9: Um, if we, the Hot Dot for the Mug page is being developed. I think it's 95% done now. It's, it's, getting, it's really is getting there um the reason i came out this early is so you can get chance to get your shirts ready for it so i'll give you a month really to get your shirts ready i will be posting more details on facebook and discord as as and when we do them
6: so are you gonna need people to sign up or do they just sort of open up the hutton helper and off they go
9: if you have the hutton helper we will be having a separate page of the hutton helper where you will be able to go and see all the details for this. So you all you have to do is have the hot and helper installed. A little bit of software the book tells you about every week. And yeah, you're ready to go. That's all you need to do. And then just join on to one of the waypoints and fly around the galaxy as fast as slow as you want, but do it quickly. I'm sure that makes sense.
6: Okay, so I mean other than doing it for the for the glory or for the mug, um, are there any prizes?
9: Oh yes, there are prices. There's a lovely trophy for the winner, around the around the first in eighty days trophy for the the grand winner, and for the and I think we got some 3D plaques for the first ten places. Apart from that, I have no idea. I don't know. I I haven't heard anything on mugs or. Well, as you, as like usual,
6: that. of course, anybody who takes part in a Hutton event um, of this kind will earn themselves a Hutton decal as well.
9: Oh, oh, that's awesome. Thank you So for that anybody question. who
6: hasn't got one and is wondering, how do I get my and decal? Well, you just fly around the galaxy in 80 days or 80 waypoints. Yes. That, would be <laughs> that simple. That simple. And uh, well, I'm sure obviously there are going to be more details coming. So it's, it's still being created at the moment, but put that time aside and it's in the diary at the moment. Is it in, in the Facebook diary?
9: I'm going to put it in the five diaries this evening. I'll put the event up, and I'll put all the details that I've wrote as well in there. So, if you want to read them, you will be able to very shortly.
6: <laughs> well, it, it sounds uh, sounds like it's uh, going to be going to be good fun. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. um, might might have to sort of turn my heart help and helper off. I have a few test runs and a couple of jumps first.
9: Oh yeah, <laughs> just to
6: make sure I'm yeah just not pointing in the wrong direction. I-
9: I know, And often people out there might be wondering, oh, wait, 80 days, long time, long commitment. No, we've, we've made sure that most of these waypoints between one and the next one can be achieved in about 30 minutes to an hour. So if you can sport about 30 minutes to an hour every day, it will take you 80 days to go all the way around.
7: Right,
6: and we know hunting trackers, so there will be somebody who does it in four days flat.
9: Oh, yeah. I mean, we calculated if you didn't sleep and you just flew around and you basically just sat in your chair and all that stuff, 48 hours. It could be done in 48 hours.
6: And so the, the, the cutoff date, obviously, it's one of these things where we, we can hit the cutoff date and there might be some people not there, but you can still try and get a good time afterwards. You just won't be eligible for the awards. I mean, it, it, this could, you know, a bit like with a hut and run, have a best time and maybe revisit it in six months and see whether you can do it even faster.
9: Well, the um, split... Entire, if I say, it's on the page, and I've seen some of it. We've got split timing for when you go through waypoints. So if you're behind, you'll be in a red score. If you're in front, you have a green. It'll be like Formula One-type split times. So you'll be able to see how far behind you the next commander are. We're hoping to have, like, a top three for every waypoint. So, yeah, we're we're trying to get some excitement in there, but some... You know, so you, you can see what's going on, basically. We're trying to get it so you know, the page is as interactive as it could possibly be. Just so it make it more fun for everybody, really, so you have got things to look at, even if they're not taking part in the event. And um, obviously that, that
6: wonderful theme tune, I mean, it, I assume it's going to be available at all good record stores some point in the near future as well.
9: It will be available at the Hutton Orbital Radio uh, Record Store almost immediately. I'll, I'll post it up very shortly.
6: No, it sounds fantastic, because we've got a radio edit of that and the full track too because you you heard just the radio edit there oh, a minute ago yes. there, there is also a full track in its full glory too which we, we we might play towards the end of the show we'll see whether the the audience demand more of it i mean these these theme tunes are a bit like earworms we, we've got a, a big bundle okay. of worms
9: well, well, a wonderful uh, phrase Having worked on that with Mr. Cow, I will tell you, it has definitely earned worm, worm Psycho Cow, to the point where he would just jump on a teen speech, start playing it so everyone else had the same horror. So I have heard that tune, maybe the best part of a 100 times now. So.
6: Yeah, and at least one of those voices was very recognisable there as well.
9: Oh, yes, it's a couple of old, very, very recognisable voices. I still have no idea how he did the chorus bit of it, but, it's, um, yeah, off anyway, well, it's kudos to me without anything worked.
6: Thank you very much, um, Mr Shouty, and obviously we're hoping to invite you back to sort of this middle bit of the show to tell us more about it when it's, it's getting ready, and um, I'm assuming there's going to be a big launch on launch day. What what day of the week is it launching? When is it? Well, sure October,
9: October the 3rd, which is the first day, which gives you all the nice time. So would
6: that possibly be during the show, so we can give people a countdown?
9: Oh, I'm pretty sure we can do that. I think that would be a nice thing to do.
6: We, we'll, we'll schedule in a launch event. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we can do that and, and wave you all goodbye. <laughs> yeah, but uh, well, look, thank you very much for coming on to the show, and I was we'll, we'll catch up with you, or maybe in the green room later, or you're, you're off doing other things as well. Um, uh, just as a quick quick uh, advert for your other work too. I understand there's some some Docker's work going on at the moment.
9: Oh yes, um, I've, I've written a script. I'm quite happy with the script. I've played a, a thing out for voters. I have. Let's say I've had some very interesting replies from people, uh, people who are actually members of the original cast, saying, oh, I know such and such a person who will do it with Russian, and it just happened to be their daughter, so that was a nice little bit of... Uh, cause she's doing a Russian degree, and she can do the acting amazingly well, apparently.
6: I mean, uh, there were some good auditions earlier from our stunt team at the start of the show. Yep.
9: Oh, yeah, we've got some very good auditions. Um, I've definitely took up some new people. I think uh, Chewbacca's come on board, Mr. Whitnam's come on board. Obviously, I've got Mr. Wutherspoon because um, apparently he's got not a lot to do at the moment. So, uh... <laughs>
6: Oh, no, he's, he's, he still manages to fill his digestion up with, with stuff every week.
9: Yes, he is, yes, he is. Yes. Uh... Well,
6: look, we look forward to hearing a little bit more about that and about the, the Barnard Star Dockers in the very near future with some voices that you may or may not recognise.
9: Yeah, maybe one speaking in about three talking time.
6: Excellent. Okay, well, look, thanks very much. We're going to move along now. Uh, feel free to disappear back into whatever hole you uh, you were in before. Uh, the writer's room, I think you were hiding in, weren't you? A uh, couple, couple of doors down the corridor.
9: Yeah, a couple of doors down the corridor in the creative lounge. It's, uh, okay. It's, it's comfortable we'll, in there, and you can smoke. Right. Yeah, well, Bye. We'll, we'll, we'll catch you later.
10: Lave Radio. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy.
8: When the universe is in trouble Bug infestations in the bubble Your home stations burn rubble What on earth can we do? When your faction leader's are dog And your daily tasks are a slog You're feeling like a youth cog what can we do now? Interstellar initiatives. Let Flossie tell you what it is. Then you can get involved with this. You should listen to what Flossie says. Interstellar initiatives. Flossie tells us what she thinks it is. Then you Now you should Listen to what Flossie says Listen to what Flossie says What on earth can we do? Do what Flossie tells you to What if she talks nonsense? Interstellar initiatives Let Flossie tell you what what it is Then you can get involved with this From do what Flossie said Now we learn What Flossie said We can put this matter To bed Just keep a voice In your head Flossie told you what
7: to do
5: Hello Flossie here with this week's Community goals Or interstellar initiatives news Well It looks like the galaxy has gone on their summer holidays. No Community Goals, no Interstellar Initiatives this week. So, as I've got to tell you all what to go and do, do whatever you want. If the top tier is reached early, then find something else to do. I must be a fuel rat for a bit. That's all from the Interstellar Community Goals Initiatives for this week. I'm sulking
8: Meanwhile in a small booth in the local bar at Hutton Orbital Two truckers are having a conversation Hey mate,
6: what the hell's wrong with your face? You filthy trucker I know I ain't got film star looks No, no, wait, wait, did you get back eye from? What? I I got in a fight, didn't I? You should have seen the other guy Gave his fella right ID for calling her a bitch. Good on you. If someone says that about Flossie, it's only right you sort him out. No, 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 no. It weren't Flossie. He didn't call your mum. You know, it weren't my mum. She's big enough to stand on her own. Oh, right. we didn't say something about Lael on her ginger eyebrows. <laughs> no, nah, mate. It was Alvin's mum. But Alvin's mum is a... You filthy
4: trucker!
10: Galnet News Extra, 5th of September, 3305. We read the news if there is any, so you don't have to. In this week's Community Manager Special, Forum Free for All Foiled. A tribute to James Dewan. It's Cobra, not Cobra. Forum Free for All Foiled. hopes have been dashed that the departure of Brett C, the chief moderating influence in the Pilots' Federation forums, might open up the forums to all sorts of anarchic meanderings, possibly even stretching to two threads about Star Citizen. But it was not to be. Citing the excessive moderation effort required to maintain the forums, the Pilots' Federation is doing what they did three years ago to Galnet, Closing Commander submissions, and only allowing Pilots' Federation staff to post. A tribute to James Dewan. Welcome to the Pilots' Federation Extra, where we talk inanely about what's going on in the galaxy. Now we don't really have a clue. I'm Steven. And I wear tartan trousers and I come from Glasgow. Can you tell? Crivens. And help me, Bob. I know nothing about the galaxy. But I'm mostly harmless. And I like demonstrating my inability to fly my spaceship in live holovids. August was a really exciting week in the galaxy. I went to a thing called Fantastican with Sally and Paige and Will and Zach. We had a lovely time and I got to meet lots of commanders. The event itself was quite interesting and they had VR. There's an exciting new update coming to the galaxy. It'll be packed full of exciting features for commanders, including flight tutorials, a new livery system, and a virtual currency system. So forget GTA 5. There's nothing more exciting than a driving lesson. And in December, we have personal squadron fleet carriers for personals. Not for squadrons. There are loads of loadouts. If you have any questions, ask me. And I can answer them. Here's a copy of Sagittarius I magazine. It's last month's issue. And it's the last one they're doing because there's nothing left to report on in the galaxy. It's got a picture of a cat on the front. I think it must have been inspired by Paige's cat. Paige likes cats. She doesn't like spaceships because they're no animals. She hasn't got a bloody clue about them. Oh, look, there's a picture of a dog inside. That's an animal. The rest of the pages are filled with boring space pictures. I haven't read the words because they're all about space. That's boring. And here's a picture of an expedition. It's a bit like the Beagle Point one, only this one's not going anywhere. I think they have certain checkpoints, but they're not going anywhere. Here's some more boring space pictures. These were taken by a photography group, the SPVR, I think. I should have written it down. Look, there are some spiky things. I don't know what they're called, these spiky things. They look like these things you see under the sea. I only work here, you know. And here's a vehicle on a planet. The sun's very white and the floor's pink. I'm not very descriptive. Does the viewer have any questions in chat? No, we can't answer that one. Anyway... Thanks for watching. And if you don't like Elite Dangerous, I'll glass you. It's Cobra, not Cobra. Stop talking trash about different Elite Dangerous ships. Cobra Mark III is iconic, Python is inspiring. Anaconda is magnificent. Siddowinder is historic. Hauler. Mamba is cutting edge. And that's this week's Galnet News Extra. Galnet News. We read the news if there is any, so you don't have to.
8: Rise to power. A special political broadcast. Good afternoon, I'm Dick Chafing and you join me here as we patiently await a speech from Duke Tiberius of Micon on behalf of the Border Coalition. Ah, wait, I, uh, I see he's approaching the mic right now.
11: as an Imperial soldier in my youth, I quickly learned the true grit and tenacity it takes to make a hostile environment your home. That's where true bonds are forged. Neighbors understand the meaning of friendship and trust when they depend on each other to survive. The passion for discovery and the desire to improve our surroundings are inseparable from human nature, and were once championed by the great Federation and Empire. However, these have been replaced with greed and envy by those in the central worlds as they murder each other, leaving their outer colonies to rot. Exploitation is not development. Human colonization has ceased. Terraforming has come to a standstill, and explorers are forgotten. But the outer colonies aren't sleeping. A coalition is formed and is helping the abandoned systems get back on their feet. Terraforming will resume colonization will begin anew, and stations the likes of which have never been seen will be realized. We are the Border Coalition. It's time to create a power for the exploited people of the outer colonies. A power for the pioneer, a power for the explorer. Join us! You, the pioneers of the discarded terraforming colonies of Nokon Min. You, the worlds of the explorer-nation of Ileu. You, the independent truckers who call no power your own. You, the communist idealists of Manite. And you, the proud winged hussars of masculine vision. You, the people of the forgotten mining colonies and refineries. The Border Coalition represents you. We fight for you. Together we can bring back an age of discovery and development. We understand the meaning of efficiency and how to set up local governments to work together. We can do better, and one day we will leave the other powers behind in prosperity. Not through war, but because we know how to create rather than destroy. I, Duke Tiberius of Mikun, on behalf of the Border Coalition, am officially announcing our submission for power status to the Pilots' Federation. with his brothers.
8: your political broadcast. too light, it's crossed at a hell of a pace Just turn the wheel and keep that smile on your face Maybe someday soon you'll be a top trucker
0: Good evening, truckers. My name is Brigadier Titus Adamite Buns, and once again it falls to me to bring you an edition of Hutton's Top Trucker. Where is Mr Naked? I hear you ask. I am sorry to say that the gentleman has been less than cooperative with our staff at the uh, detention centre where he was uh, incarcerated last week, claiming that Orange don't go with my skin. What do you all expect to see in the showers? Everything's bigger in Texas. And that sake is for medicinal purposes, you all. To be frank, we just can't understand a word the man is saying. So he will remain at her majesty's pleasure until further notice. Of course, we suspect that the pleasure is felt more by Buck than Her Majesty, but he promises that he is doing his best. You may very well wonder, how do we keep up with your goings on while you have a jolly jaunt around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this very small piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. I am assured by our boffins that this is in no way sinister and that the light on your webcam would have been on in any case. If you haven't already got it installed, and yes, we do know who you are, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com Almost as pain-free as listening to Buck singing at night in solitary. Let us continue to our top truckers from last week. From the explorers, jumping around as Buck does when we apply the uh, electrodes, Commander Simons took the lead with a 54,254 light-years jumped. I understand that uh, Draxor had left her phone behind in one of the djinn palaces that she frequented last week, and Simons had to go and find it. Apparently it was in the last place that he looked. Wasn't that a coincidence? Hurting the Don's pirates, as we may inadvertently do to Buck if he struggles against his restraints, was Commander Mezarkurin with over 59 million credits earned and accounted for. I hope I'm not being too effusive when I say, well done. Our top mission tracker for the third week in a row is Commander OneCat, with 1,772 mission points earned. A definite improvement. Commander Montgomery Python is back on top, trucking in the way that a trucker is duty-bound. He trucked 61,477 tons this week, and that's more than the weight of the evidence we have against Buck. Driving the Hutton high-speed train again this week, Commander One Cat hauled 1,286 passengers around the galaxy, whilst they were earning those mission points. I suspect that this means that OneCat was not hauling those passengers for fun. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is still held by Commander Rampage 737 in one hour, 22 minutes and 40 seconds. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is still held by Commander Rampage in one hour, 22 minutes and 40 seconds. Our fastest run during August was by Commander Ricardo Dalep in one hour, 23 minutes and 41 seconds. But we have had no attempts at all so far in September and I understand that Alvin is getting lonely. If you think you have the requisite skills and can beat those scores, then download the Hutton Helper and commence flying commander. If you wish to draw attention to yourself whilst under the scrutiny of the authorities, then make sure you have the Hutton Helper installed, pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com, and begin trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you are currently bereft of one, do get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lekon Spaceways and not the secret police. The only ships in the galaxy where of course we do not record everything you say.
4: of humanity, possessing the ability to recreate an exact likeness of a terrifying space flower. But first, they must destroy. Leading the fight, one man fate has made indestructible. His name,
11: Captain Eric Naked.
10: This is the voice of the
9: Plygoids.
10: We know that you can hear us, Earthmen. Our retaliation will be slow, but nonetheless, effective. It will mean the ultimate destruction of life on Earth. It will be useless for you to resist, for we have discovered the secret of witch space. We will have revenge for your attacks on us. Our first act of retaliation will be to destroy your stations. You have been warned.
11: Five, four, three, two, one. Four. Three. there, hoss. I'm Buck.
4: You see this asp? This ain't your asp. This one's mine, only from Lake on Spaceways. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger